guys, welcome to an episode of Movie Podders. I've not said another at the start of that just simply because there hasn't been an episode for quite a while, so this is like a, a rebirth, if you will. <laughs> As always, when we do these, it's myself, Brian, and my, my wee pal, Ryan. How you doing, Ryan? I know you're not a wee, I don't know why I said that. I'm wee, I, I think I'm the smallest in our group, as far as I Yeah, can but you're, you're deceptively tall. I think so. Because you look like a wee guy when I like when I, I'm like oh he's a wee guy but then when you stand next to you you're you're not too far off. No really, I've always thought yeah. myself as a wee guy as well. Oh well, there you go. Just wee in some areas, though, Brian. Let's no, <laughs> let's not get ahead of ourselves. Ladies, <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. How are you? I'm not bad. Um, it's quite nice to be doing this again. It was quite. I was sitting obviously doing preparing for it last night and it was like oh I've not done this for a while. Had a bit of time, so that was quite good. Um, I don't. I don't. I think your answer is going to be no, which is quite shocking since we've not spoke for four weeks. But is, have you been to the cinema since we last spoke? Uh, I have not been to the cinema since we last spoke, but I have seen a film, but I've not been to the cinema. Which film was that? Cargo. On the oh, old was Netflix. It on Netflix. Yeah. Is it any good? I I really enjoyed it, but I'm sympathetic to like zombie films and stuff. But um, yeah, I really enjoyed it, and I thought, um, what's his face? For the, Tim, Freeman, yeah, Martin Freeman um, put on a a good performance, and it was a kind of different zombie film. Like it's not your standard, but it was more. Um, I described it as like a zombie drama. So all right, okay. Um, yeah, give it a go. I think you'd probably enjoy it. No, oh, nice. I've seen Deadpool and Solo. You haven't seen either of these films, have you? Nah, I just not made it. Um, I think I might try and take my dad out for Father's Day. And, go and see one of them but um or maybe Jurassic World, I'm not sure, but uh, yeah, not seen any of them. What did you think of them? Deadpool I liked, I laughed a lot through Deadpool. I've only seen it once actually, which I, I, as soon as I watched it I was planning going again. However I I don't think it's any I don't think it's as good as the first one. I know so I've had some people telling me they think it's better, much better, but I don't um, agree with that. There's just something missing from it, and I don't, I don't know what. Um, but it's, if you like the first Deadpool, you'll like it. It's very, it's, it's very funny. The, the end credit scene was particularly funny as well. Okay. Um, Solo, I thought that was a reasonable amount of fun. Um, you, you maybe um, said with me a bit more. I was talking to somebody at work about it who really enjoyed it, which is cool. Uh, but I was saying like I never liked the score. The score's awful even worse than the trailer and it kind of takes you out of the film a wee bit but the the use of colour as well was terrible there's there's a there's a scene in it, it quite near the start where they're on like a battlefield it's kind of how Solo meets like some of the characters that he, he hangs about with and it's just like them in a trench it's quite very dark it's smoky you can't really see what's going on and I'm just like this was clearly just filmed in a studio somewhere like mm-hmm. it and not the same, like, do you know, like, because I, when I think of Star Wars battle scenes, you can see everything, especially, like, when, if you, even if you don't like The Last Jedi, if you compare the visuals of the, the last fight on The Last Jedi to this battle scene, they're just, it's like chalk and cheese. Um, but, I mean, that was it, and I thought the boy who played Lando, uh, who played Solo, was actually really good, I actually really enjoyed him, and... Donald Glover was excellent at Lando so Amelia Clark's character didn't bother me the way I thought she would I actually quite enjoy that. Mm, okay. 
but yeah, it's just it's just all right. It's like it's it's decent fun. It's not. It's I don't think it's going to be anyone's favorite Star Wars film. Well, I've heard some people say that um, it's maybe not the best, but it's the most fun Star Wars movie. Um, yeah, we'd certainly be a contender for that. I think just the the, the the characters that are in it make it a bit a bit fun. And I think uh, somebody on the Empire podcast, I'm sure, that said this that it was maybe lacking like certain elements of humour, which they were saying is that where maybe like Lord and Miller were kind of going with it when they were in charge of it. And where it maybe it would have been a better movie with them because it would have had some of that humour. Obviously, we'll, we'll never know, but they were kind yeah. of making that point. I think that'd be interesting. I don't, I don't. But then my understanding with them too is they were making it like just a full comic, like mm-hmm. yeah, which I don't know if that would have worked either. But yeah, maybe maybe it should have had a few more laughs than it than it than we got. Okay. Uh, one one of the things I like about like this is two films with, with Rogue One and, and Solo about the, the sort of spin off ones and then is like the it feels like almost like the stakes are higher because I feel like more characters die in, in these films than they do the mm-hmm. yeah and so it's quite good that way because you you you're sort of thinking well, it, you don't really know which characters are going to make it out like I mean obviously Han Solo you know but do you know what I mean like with some other ones mm-hmm. and I quite like that that because. It, 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 when you're watching The Force Awakens and uh, Last Jedi, you you feel like uh, Ray, Finn, and Poe are all safe, don't you? Yeah, yeah. And so it's quite good that way. Cool. So that's me for the day. See you later, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Try to talk about some movies. Aye, let's do it. Go for it. Well, you're the, the this is your part. Is it right? Okay. It's just, I know, it's been a while, so you've <laughs> forgotten. It makes sense. Yes. I was waiting for you to lead me in. Right. Let's go You're for it. You're led in. Go for it. So, as we do when we do this, we talk about some trailers, the latest ones, and ones that we particularly enjoy. Um, we'll talk about a few in a bit more detail and just cover off some of the other ones that we've seen. Um, so, the first one we've got is uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Um, apparently, has three directors. Bob Perciete. Peter Ramsey, Rodney Rothman. Um, so, in a classic Spider-Man mode, Miles Morales must juggle the high school life with his status as a superhero. Um, he is introduced into the uh, sorry introduced to the Spider Verse, where there can be more than one Spider-Man. So, this is starring Shamik Moore, I think, uh, Haley Steinfeld, Mahersha Ali, and Jake Johnson. Brian, what was your thoughts? Um, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to seeing it. I still don't know how I feel about the animation. Mm-hmm. I've mentioned that before. It, it seems it, it's this weird blend of drawn and CGI. Does that just me that thinks it looks like that? And then sometimes it goes a bit fuzzy. But I'm, I'm wondering if that's a reference to his like spider senses. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I really like the look of it. I thought some of the action looked really good. I like the fact I like Jake Johnson when I first heard his Spider Man's voice, the Peter Parker version of Spider Man. I was like, "Who is that? I know who that <laughs> is." But can we place it? Um, I think you mentioned this in a message to me, but the fact it's that actual Spider Man's going to be in it more is is good. Just because I, I'm not familiar with Miles Morales, so just to get I guess get me up to speed. I like the talking about soundtracks or, or scores or whatever on the last film the. The, the music used in the trailer was really good, I thought, to fit this particular character. 
Um, but yeah, it looks really interesting. Yeah, um, I really liked it. Uh, I get what you're saying about the, the animation as well. Like, I, I felt like there was maybe like an element of like stop motion or something flung in yeah, there as was... well. Um, and I don't know. It's going to go one or two ways. It's going to end up being like really good, or it might be a wee bit jarring because I, I think, like I said to Sarah when we watched it, I was just like, it's like the, it's weird the animation. So um, I think it might take a wee bit of getting used to um, well, for it. That's what I was just say. The only thing I can say about it, the more times I've watched the trailer, I've watched the trailer a few times now, the less it's bothered me. Mm-hmm. It, it, as if I'm getting more used to it. So maybe by the time you're, you're in the film. Hopefully you'll be kind of used to it, and it you it won't have any effect on your your viewing pleasure. Yeah. Also, the the color as well. I thought it was like quite a big thing in it. Like um, a lot of the scenes when he's in New York and looks like kind of Times yeah. Squaresy and stuff like that. It's very colorful. So uh, I quite like the use of color in this. Also. No, um, definitely. It's especially like when he's sort of running through New York, chasing the chasing something, and like running through the street. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really good. I love the shot when he's on the the building and he jumps, he springs off it. Yeah, really good. Yeah, but I really look forward to this. It, it seems like the humour might be quite good as well. Mm-hmm. Some some decent decent wee jokes in there. Yep. Is Mahershala Ali playing his dad? Is that who he's playing? Uh, probably, I would assume so, but I don't know. I, have, I like didn't, it. I didn't, didn't sound like him, did it? No, I didn't recognise um, Jake Johnson until you said it. So. Oh, did you know? No, sorry. I was. I never. I never right realized it was him until I put the notes together, and I was like, "Oh, that's who it is," because it it was bugging me. Like, uh, who it was? I, I just want to know who Mersha Hala Ali is playing. <laughs> yeah, I I would think he's probably the dad because it's only the only other person we've seen in the the. the could be a villain film. though. Yeah, it could be. Could be. Uh, Aaron Davis is playing. Aaron Davis. So it could be still be his dad because it was kind of implying that it wasn't. Oh yeah, he's, it may be his stepdad or something. Like that, yeah. I don't know. So they were kind of implying that that he wasn't his dad. So maybe. Cool. Um, so next trailer is for Wreck It Ralph two, directed by Rich Moore and Phil Johnston. Apparently, no one can direct a film by themselves these days. Well, it looks like animation films anyway. Yeah. True. Yes. Um, so six years after the events of the first film, the story centres on Ralph's adventures in the internet data space when a Wi-Fi router gets plugged into the arcade by Mr. Litvak as he must find a replacement part. So a replacement part to fix Sugar Rush. <laughs> um, along the way, Ralph and his best friend Vanellope von Schweetz um, encounter new customs, worlds, and characters such as trendy algorithms and Disney Princess lineup. So, starring John C. Reilly, Sarah Silverman, Jack McBrayer, Jane Lynch, and Taraji P. Henson. What was your thoughts on this one? Um, I actually quite liked this one, because when the, the first trailer for Wreck-It Ralph, came out, Wreck-It Ralph 2 came out, I was looking forward to it, but I, was, I thought it was a bit disappointing. Uh, but there were some moments in this I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed the, and I, I don't know if you agree, but the, the Disney princess scene. It's just a bit at the start when she kind of comes into the room and they're all kind of startled and Cinderella like smashes her glass shoe <laughs> and like points at her and I just thought that was I don't know I thought that was really good and I love the bit at the end of it when like do you know what it's like uh, the Disney princesses are asking her all those questions just like um, can you talk to animals can you 
do you have magic powers? And then I think it's Rapunzel's just like, did a strong man come and save the day and now everyone assumes your life's just okay because of that? And then Snow White just pops in from the side and does <laughs> like a wee singing bit. I just thought it was brilliant. I was a bit out for that there. Um, I quite liked the, the wee search bar as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I thought it. I thought it looked good. I thought. Uh, I think it's um, going to maybe rival. <laughs> I don't think it'll quite get there, but I think it might rival uh, Ready Player One for cameos. Yeah, it looks like it. But the looks of things, which is as long as if they're fun, I think that's a great thing. Well, did you see the the X Wing and stuff like that? Yeah. And then, like, obviously, stormtroopers and stuff. I, I liked all that stuff, so I, I, I'm looking forward to this one again now. Yeah. Um, a lot of like cool looking Disney stuff in it, so um, yeah. yeah, I think like what you're saying about having all the, the references, I think we're probably gonna have quite a, a few um, by the looks of it. So um, yeah, but pretty much the same as you. I really enjoyed the trailer. Um, got me looking forward to it now. I wasn't really bothered. I, I felt like it was not really so much a film that we needed. Was a Wreck It Ralph too, but yeah, um, yeah, um, quite like the look of the trailer. So quite excited for it now. Cool. Ditto. <laughs> uh, last trailer is for the Lego Movie 2. So, um, again, two directors, uh, Mike Mitchell and Trisha Gum. Uh, so, five years after the events of Taco Tuesday, the Duplo invaders have made Bricksburg into a post-apocalypse wasteland. Um, Emmett, played by Chris Pratt, pretends everything is still awesome, unlike everything, everyone else. When a new invader named Sweet Mayhem, who is start played by Stephanie Beatrice, um, comes and kidnaps all his friends, including Wild Style, played by Elizabeth Banks. Um, Emmett must go into space uh, t- and rescue them, um, followed by restoring harmony to the Lego universe. So, starring Chris Pratt, Elizabeth Banks, Will Arnett, Tiffany Haddish, Nick Offerman, Alison Brie and Stephanie Beatrice, as mentioned. Brian, give me the lowdown. Um, I don't know how I feel about this. I did smile at some of it. What I will say though is, like, see the, the first half of the trailer when it's almost like a Mad Max kind of feel to it. Mm-hmm. Um, like Chris Pratt has the perfect voice for that sort of naive, dumb, like I don't know, just the character he like Emmett plays. Like he's so just happy go lucky when everyone else is just like. In the worst world in the ever, um, I don't know. It's it's hard to tell with the Lego movies because they're really full on. Like the jokes just come, like so fast one after the other. Um, so I'm just gonna wait till I see this one because I I don't know. But I liked the first one enough that I'll definitely go see this one. Mm-hmm. Same. But but I just it's just it's not put me off, but it's not made me excited. I just but I don't remember being excited for the first Lego movie so. I mean, Lego movies to me are, are spoof movies, aren't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, it's one of those things where I think I will enjoy it. I enjoyed Lego movie and I enjoyed Batman Lego, so Lego Batman, so I'm sure I'll like it, this one. What about Lego Ninjago? Did you enjoy that one? Never saw that one. Nah, neither. What shape? Wasn't on, wasn't on the radar. Um, I, I think I'm probably the same as you for this as well. Uh uh, I, I had no expectations for the first one and I really enjoyed it when I saw it so at least this time I've got some form of expectation about it but I wouldn't say it's something that 
it's not like one of my most anticipated films of the year um, or anything at all. Probably not even one of my most anticipated animated films of the year. So, um, quite a few. I mean, the the two before it, and then obviously, what's this? What's this coming out? Incredibles. Um, yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, so yeah, it's quite a decent year for animation actually. Mm-hmm. But hopefully, it should be. And obviously, the one that won't get as much credit but should was Isle of Dogs at the beginning of the year. Yep. Like. Just a great film. Um, so yeah, I think I'm pretty much the same as you. I'm looking forward to it, um, but by no means would I say excite, excited about it, or has the trailer made me any more excited about it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, so um, we'll go through our non-animated movies now. Uh, so we've also got Girl in the Spider's Web, uh, directed by Fede Alvarez. Uh, so, computer hacker Elizabeth Salander and journalist um, Mikkel Blomfkist uh, find themselves caught in a, spied, a web of spies, s- cyber criminals, and corrupt government <laughs> officials. Uh, starring Claire Foy, uh, Svea Gunson, Sylvia Hooks, and Gunnison, Claire's Bang. Claire's Bang. Um, <laughs> what did you think of that one? I, I enjoyed it. I actually enjoyed all the trailers that we're going to talk about in detail today. Um, I've never seen the... This is a sequel, isn't it? But not really, because it's not the same cast, is it? Yeah. I've, I've not seen the original, so I don't know. But I, or, well, there's the girl with the dragon tattoo. It's Numi Rapace, isn't it, I think? Who's... Yeah, and I think Daniel Craig was in it as well. Yeah. But I think this is the second one, isn't it? But they've just decided to use different cast. Um, I think this looks actually really good. I was thinking though when I was watching it, why why do all these kind of movies like Bond, Bond, why do they always have scenes in the snow? I know. They always have like important scenes in the snow. I don't know what that's about. Um, but I, I like I really enjoyed that opening scene that you see at the beginning of the trailer. I thought that was excellent and it's actually made me want I've got the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo trilogy, the the Swedish version I believe. I haven't watched any of it yet, but uh, it's made me well, I think I might try and sit down and watch the first one this weekend. Cool. I've, um, as I say, I've not seen any of them, but I don't think I've really got any desire after watching a trailer. It didn't do much for me. Oh, really? No. It reminded me a wee bit of Born. Um, like probably more the way it's been shot, I think. But yeah, yeah. It me a bit of the Born stuff, but um, uh, I don't know. I feel like it's something I maybe need to have seen the the first one, and I don't know. If I can be bothered going back, I wasn't um, interested in the look of the the West version of it, or not not even the West, sorry, the American version of it. Should I say um, when the first one came out, even when it had like Daniel Craig and that in it? But I, I think I'll probably be more inclined to watch like the Swedish one because I've heard that's really yeah. good. Um, but I've heard nothing but good things about them. Even the 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 version in English, I've heard that was good as well. Hmm. I don't know, I've just not no, got any desire, and as I say, the uh, trailer didn't do much for me, so I'll probably give this one a miss. No worries. Uh, so, the next trailer is for Widows, um, so directed by Steve McQueen. Uh, four armed robbers are killed in a failed heist attempt, only to have the Widows step up to finish the job. Um, starring Viola Davis, Michelle Rodriguez, um, Elizabeth Debecki. Uh, Cynthia Erivo, Colin Farrell, Brian Tyree Henry, Daniel Kaluuya, 
uh, Jackie Weaver, Robert Duvall, Liam Neeson, and there probably is a hundred more people in that cast. It's quite a big cast. <laughs> yeah. So, what was your thoughts on this? I thought it looked excellent. When I was watching it, I watched it a couple of times, and one of the things I was watching, I was thinking, this is what they should have done, or something similar with Ocean's 8. Like, scrap making it a remake and just do, do something else with, like, women as leads. Mm-hmm. And just the idea of it. When I looked at the thumbnail for this, it was a picture of, like, Liam Neeson and, and Viola Davis, like, just their heads on a pillow, and I'm like, oh, this looks awful. <laughs> And not, like, I, I not, didn't know what it was about. I'd never heard this film before. And then there's a, there's a bit in it where some bad guy's at a door or something. I'm thinking, oh, Liam Neeson's family's going to get ki- killed here. <laughs> I honestly was thinking that. And then it just it took a turn that I didn't see coming. And just, I don't know if it's because Viola Davis is amazing. But I just, she's, she just, like, I find her really believable in that role, even though I've only seen two minutes of it or whatever. Um,. I like the because one person that's in the cast that wasn't mentioned there is uh, what's his name is it uh, is it Bun what's his name and Daredevil plays the Punisher oh yeah John Bunthal yeah uh, I thought Daniel Kaluuya looked really good because which I quite like because the last thing I saw him in was Black Panther and I think he was actually pretty poor in Black Panther compared to the rest of the cast um, but he's kind of playing like a a bit of a wronging isn't he. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but I, I was really surprised by this, and it like it came out of nowhere for me. And I'm I'm actually looking forward to it. You? Uh, yeah, um, reasonably exci- or, uh, looking forward to it. I would say. Um, I I think just what you say there, like the uh, Viola Davis and Daniel Kaluuya as well. Like they were kind of two things that stood out for me in the trailer. I quite like the look of both of them in it. Um, but. Yeah, otherwise looks alright. I wouldn't say I'm overly enthused by it, but um, I'm probably more likely to see this ahead of Girl in the Spider's Web. But um, yeah, I don't really. I had the same kind of concerns on you when I saw Liam Neeson. I was like, uh, yeah, just a typical... it looks like he won't be in it for long, though. So that's great. Yeah, that's one. That's one good plus. thing. <laughs> uh, but no, otherwise, as I say, I didn't really think too highly of this one for me. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, uh, so the last trailer we've got is for Bad Times or Bad Times at the El Royale, uh, directed by Drew Goddard. Um, this one's a bigger synopsis, so expect a lot of mistakes. <laughs> so seven strangers, each with a secret to bury, um, meet at Lake Tahoe's El Royale, a rundown hotel in the with a dark past in 1969. Over the course of one fateful night, everyone will have one last shot at redemption before everything goes to hell. A young concierge greets the strangers, a down-on-his-luck priest, a singer, an impressionable southern girl, and her older sister, um, a vacuum cleaner salesman, and a charismatic cult leader. Cult, cult leader. There we go. Um, so starring Jeff Bridges, Cynthia Erivo, Dakota Johnson, John Hamm, Kelly Speedy, uh, Lewis Pullman, and Chris Hemsworth. What was your thoughts? I thought it looked really good. Um, it's quite interesting because, like, uh, like the first maybe minute or so of the trailer, you kind of get this vibe that's kind of going to be like a kind of party type atmosphere, and then kind of slowly you see it's it's going to be a bit mental. Um, 
you don't too, know too, especially Chris Hemsworth's character, you don't really get any idea about him. You just sort of see him dancing, don't you? Yeah. Doesn't, he, doesn't he do too much. I thought John John Hamm and Jeff Bridges looked really good in it, um, and just really intrigued, like with the whole like idea, of, like because obviously there's a bit where is it is it the concierge character is like showing Jeff Bridges and he's like you watch us and he's just like just the people I'm told to watch. Yeah. So interested to find out what's that all about. Um, decent cast. I think it looks. I think this one looks really good. I think it could be a lot of fun as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is probably my like favourite one out of the the ones we spoke about. I think um, or the live action kind of movies. Um, uh, it gave me kind of vibes of um, Hotel Artemis uh, yeah. a wee bit. Um, I think slight, probably slightly more. Um, but yeah, but like, like less John Wicky, if that makes sense. Yeah, Aye. like like more. I get. I think Hotel Artemis is going to be a bit cheesy, but the kind of right amount of cheese, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think this will be not not so much grounded, but just a bit. The tone will be a bit different. But yeah, I get I get the Hotel Artemis sort of. Even though I've never seen the film, I've just seen the trailer. <laughs> but yeah, um, I like Drew Goddard as well. So I feel like it's something that. It's kind of got all the things that fits what I look for, probably, um, in a film. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm quite looking forward to it. And um, as you mentioned, all the cast look really good. So, um, aye, it's definitely going to be one that I think I keep an eye out for and try and watch whenever it does come out. I think there's flashbacks of the pa- that obviously talks about the secrets of the past. It looks like you get flashbacks of that as well. Mm-hmm. Especially because like, there's a scene where it clearly looks like Jeff Bridges with a mask on, sort of robbing a bank or something. There's pictures of Hemsworth sort of with other people in a field. I'm, I'm assuming that's his cult stuff. So you get sort of a, an idea of of where they were. So I quite like films that jump back and forward as well. So yeah, I'm, I'm and it, what's like like this is like Hotel Artemis and Widows and I, I never knew anything about this film coming out. I'm sure maybe we even spoke about it like mm-hmm. in the past, but just just when we did it just never like landed with me for whatever reason plus you also get to see Chris Hemsworth with no top on so come yeah, on yeah and a lovely moustache yes very much so so who wouldn't want that winning <laughs> uh, there was a bunch of other trailers uh, we might talk about them a bit but we'll just quickly run through them Um and I think there's more than this. I just get fed up putting trailers down. <laughs> uh, the Children Act, A Star Is Born, uh, Mortal Engines, Bumblebee, Operation Final, London Fields, White Boy Rick, Halloween, How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, and Ryan mentioned it this morning to me, the text, uh, First Man. Did you watch any of these, like any of them? Yeah, I watched most of them. Um, quite like Look, A Star Is Born, it's... I've saw a lot of people like who was it now? Was it Joss Whedon? I think this one on Twitter like saying it's one of his most anticipated. I wouldn't quite go that far, but I quite like the look of it now. Um, Bradley Cooper's the in that one as well, so yeah. that'd be quite interesting to to see that. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, um, Mortal Engines looks shite. I think um, I'm a bit disappointed with Mortal Engines because when I saw the first trailer, did you see the the teaser trailer? Aye, aye. I thought. I mean, not wasn't like. Oh, I can't wait to see that. But I was like, oh, that's interesting. Yep. But then when I saw the full thing, I was just like, hmm. Nah. What is it with steampunk movies? They just look I know. like... Just Wild Wild West vibes or all <laughs> that. And that's not yeah. a vibe you want on any film. No. 
Um, Bumblebee, I enjoyed the, that trailer. I wouldn't say again it set me on fire or anything at all, but uh, it looks, you, <laughs> looks alright. Do you know what I never liked about that? What? No, the trailer's fine, but see Bumblebee, mm-hmm. see because he's like a little, be- he's a beetle in that one, isn't he? Yep. Like the car. He's, he was too round, all it, like I wanted him a bit more jagged. <laughs> just really, just it was all like round and smooth, and I was just like, not like I don't like the look of Bumblebee. He looks smaller as well. Yeah, he looks teeny tiny. Yeah. Um, but because in the f- like first Transformers, Transformers like I think like most people, Bumblebee's probably my favorite Transformer in it, mm-hmm. and he looks cool. Um, and it just yeah, because when you think about it, do you know the bit when he first meets like and he's like when he's like playing all the radio st- station stations to talk to them. Yeah. And he stands up. He lo- he's absolutely humongous. Mm-hmm. Ah, he's like the size of a house. So, <laughs> what's happened? Um, uh, also, so Halloween trailer that looks alright. And um, first man, as you mentioned, saw that this morning. Really looking forward to that one. Um, yeah. I like my space movies. It's by Damien Chazelle, who I've got a wee bit of man love for. So. Uh, and Ryan Gosling, who I have a lot of man love for. Yeah, and I'd agree with you. Kyle Chandler's in, in it yeah. as well. I'm a big I'm a big Kyle Chandler fan, especially in these more dramatic roles. I thought he was quite good in that comedy that was out at the beginning of the year, as with the game night, which was okay. But yeah, and this, these kind of roles. Um, yeah, first man, I'd agree with you. First man's probably uh, all of them is probably one I'm looking forward to most. The one I just there's just a few I'm not looking forward to like London Fields looked awful in my opinion I don't know what it it just looked garbage yeah Mortal Engines as well and uh, the, did you see the Operation Final trailer uh, finale no no oh, it's finale sorry <laughs> uh, Operation finale um, that was quite good that was about like Hitler's like lieutenant who was in charge of like torturing all the like the Jewish people, and it was about like in the future about like an investigating team like tracking them down and stuff like that. All right, I had uh, Oscar Isaac in it. Um, what's his name? Who's the who's the Ben Kingsley was in it as well. Mm-hmm. Looked alright actually. Looked like like quite decent. Um, but yeah, I think I'd agree with you. First, first man. How to Train a Dragon, The Hidden World. I've never seen them. Have you ever seen them? Uh, I think I saw some of the first one, but I've not properly sat down and watched it in them, really. I've heard good things about them. Like, anyone I know who's seen them raves about them, but for whatever reason, I've never had an interest to sit down and watch one of them. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know if it's a DreamWorks animation just doesn't catch me the same way. I'm, I'm a pawn to Disney. That's what it is. <laughs> Can we move on to a wee bit of movie news. Um, we've just got a couple of stories. We might we're going to go a wee bit into depth in, and then there's quite a big rundown. So we'll go we'll go through that, and then we'll, we do have a favourite section uh, today. But we'll explain what that's going to be. That's actually going to be a thirty-three week series, guys. Oh. <laughs> so, so it is. Um, or we maybe do. Do you want to do two a week? Actually, I do that. I so we're not here like oh yeah, we'll, doing it. <laughs> we'll do two. We'll do two a week. Okay. Um, cool. Just take that. Now I'll explain. I'll explain to everybody what that series is when we get to it. Um, cool. But the first new story um, is that Jared Leto, Joker, is getting his own movie. What's that about, Ryan? Oh, 
who knows, DC, they'll heat up the arse again. Exactly. That is my favourite expression to say about them. <laughs> Aye, who knows what they're doing. Like, I've seen lots of memes about, like, obviously Man of Steel and how, like, how Superman's just like, what the fuck type thing, but yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. He's, I'm not, in no way am I do, interested in it. Do you know what it's like over at DC? It's like there's a bunch of, it's like, like a dad owns it, right? And then he's got all his kids who are fighting for his love. And they're like, well, if you're doing a Joker movie, I'm going to do a Joker movie. And it doesn't matter if it doesn't make sense to the Joker movie you've done or all the other movies that we've done with these characters in them. I'm just going to do what I want. And it's just... It's like they don't care, almost. Or they're just picking ideas out of hat. Mm-hmm. And it's just like... I don't know if it, that. Oh well, it works for Wonder Woman this idea, so we're just going to do it for all of them. Like, I don't know, man. Uh, it surprises me as well because, like, I feel like everyone's kind of forgotten about Jared Leto's Joker, which I don't think he was. It was terrible, but I didn't. I, I, I actually was disappointed because I, I was probably. I don't know if I was maybe one of the few. I don't know. I can't remember how how people felt about Jared Leto's Joker, but I actually thought he was going to be good at it. And then just going by the trailer, see the, see the bit in the trailer was just like I think he's like he's got the sort of electric pliers in his hands, hasn't he? And he's like, oh, well, I'm not going to kill you. I'm just going to hurt you really, really bad. That, that little moment's excellent, but then it doesn't really live up to much for the rest of it. Aye. Um, I, I didn't particularly enjoy his Joker. Um, I didn't like the whole updated version of him with tattoos and all that stuff. So, as I say, I, I've just got no interest in it, and I think it just really highlights, like, the lack of leadership at DC and the lack of a vision and it's just as you say pick names at a hat type job and do you, do you know what I never liked about his gangster his character so he felt like a gangster yeah that's what I'm saying I, I didn't get that I didn't like yeah. that whole vibe and Joker has I mean in the comics Joker has people working for him but he doesn't he still feels like he's by himself like at the end he doesn't care about the people who in I mean, and, and you, we didn't get enough of Jared Little to know whether he cared about these people, but it just felt like he was like, he had his VIP suite and stuff like that mm-hmm. in the nightclub and stuff, and I'm just like, this is not the Joker at all. Like, um, So, yeah, um, I'd rather, I don't think it's happening, but the, the previous ones about Scorsese and what's his face? What's the actor called? Leo? Joaquin Phoenix. Right, okay. I'd rather that movie than than this one. Yeah, I would. I would probably agree. I, I just want to get shorty this one, but I don't imagine that's going to happen anytime soon. Nah. Uh, some more. Uh, a wee bit other news. We'll, we'll quickly go in there. We'll do the rundown. Al Pacino, Damian Lewis, Dakota Fanning, Emil Hirsch, Clifton Collins Jr. join the cast of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, they're going to be a mix of real and fictional characters. Um, anyone in there stand out to you? Um, obviously, for those who don't know, this is Quentin Tarantino's next project. Already, DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, and Margot Robbie are, are attached to this. Um, yeah, well, for me, uh, Damien Lewis and Emil Hirsch are probably my two 
pick. So like I know I know people probably will be like, Oh, Al Pacino's in it great. But I'm not I've like he's in the same boat as Robert De Niro and that boat has sailed and they two are just like paychecks now, I think, so I'm I'm not really bothered about him being in it, but um Damien Lewis, like him. Um, that's uh, just to make sure I'm ta- talking about the right person. That's him from Band of Brothers. Band of Brothers, Aye. yeah. And um, like Emil Hirsch as well. So um, it's a really good cast that they've got going. Um, and I'm quite looking forward to this film as well. I've read a wee bit, wee bit about like the the story that they're going to be covering. So I'll be interested to see how they, they do it. Really. Yeah, I, mean, I would I would agree with you, especially with the, the Damien Lewis one. Now, the reason I'm excited about, um, not excited, but looking forward to just seeing Apple, you know, I don't think it's going to be a big role. My understanding is he's going to be playing like DiCaprio's agent or manager or something like that. So I don't think it's going to be a huge role. It's just that DiCaprio has done a lot of nonsense, but like this year he's working with uh, Tarantino and he's working with Scorsese, and I just think. That's going to bring out the best of Al Pacino, because Robert De Niro, as much as he's sip shield, when he, when he's in good movies, he's still really good. Like Silver Lane and Playbook, I thought he was good in Is It Joy as well. Never the saw one it. with, uh, uh, but then he does like Rock and Bullwinkle, didn't he? So like, <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, like I get why I get why people wouldn't be fussed about Al Pacino because he's done loads of rubbish, like in the past. I don't know, ten, fifteen years, but just that, just because of who's directing him, that gives me sort of hope to be able to see sort of how good he was, sort of thing. Um, but we'll see. But yeah, some cast, and it's not really a surprise, is it though? Because Tarantino really gives us that. But what I like about it is he's, there's lots of people in here that have never been in a Tarantino film. Yeah, it's not just the same faces that we we tend to see. Still not cast Samuel Jackson yet, so <laughs> we'll need to wait and see if that happens. Um, I'm sure it will. Uh, now it's my time to uh, brutally um, <laughs> mispronounce some people's names. Uh, Amy Seamets, Science Mets. How do you say that? Seamets. I'll go with the first one. Joins the new Pet Cemetery. I've never seen the first one, so can't comment. Sony Silver and Black, another studio who firmly has its head up its arse when it comes to superhero movies, has taken uh, Silver and Black off the release calendar. Uh, Tom Cruise performs a halo jump for the new Mission Impossible movie. Um, you can check that out online on YouTube. Just Google it. Uh, Julian Dennison has been added to the cast of Godzilla vs. Kong. That's a kid from Deadpool 2. Uh, Reese Witherspoon confirms Legally Blonde Free's returning. Uh, Diane West, Michael Pena and Loris Fishburne join Mule, uh, which is a movie based on the true story uh, article by the New York Times magazine about a man in his 80s named Leo Sharp, uh, a World War II veteran who becomes a drug dealer and a courier for a Mexican cartel. Uh, Jeff Goldblum joins the cast of Prince of Admission. Charlize Theron, Chloe Grace uh, Moritz and Betty Midler join Adam's family. Uh, Leslie Oden Jr., Friday Pinto, Orlando Bloom join Needle in a Time Stack. Uh, about a husband whose marriage is destroyed by a time tra- a time travel rival, and will do whatever it takes to get his wife back. <laughs> I have a really itchy back right now. <laughs> I can't reach it. It's really upsetting. Uh, there is a poster of uh, for David Tennant's Bad Samaritan. 
Uh, Jennifer Gar- Garner starring in Yesterday. I think she's also producing that. Uh, this will be a comedy based on the idea of one day a year, parents say yes to everything the kids request. Amazing. Uh, Rami Malik and Ishmael, or Sam Ishmael, uh, attached to American Radical. Uh, Malik is going to, going to be portraying an operative uh, who infiltrates a small Al-Qaeda-directed cell of terror- terrorists. Uh, Iceman is back for Top Gun. Uh, what's called Top Gun Maverick, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Luke Evans joins Modern Mystery. This is a Netflix movie under the Adam Sandler deal. The comedy will see Sandler as a New York cop who finally takes his wife, played by Jennifer Aniston, on a long-promised European trip. On the flight over, they meet a mysterious man, Luke Evans, who invites them uh, to an odd family gathering on a yacht belonging to an elderly billionaire, Malcolm Quince. Eddie Murphy is starring in a biopic of Rudy Ray Moore. Uh, Amanda Seyfried joins the cast of You Should Have Left. The, this sounds like The Shining to me, but, but whatever. It says, the project is based on Daniel uh, Kilman's 2017 novel, which centres on a screenwriter in a remote house in the Alps working on a sequel to his film, along with his younger wife and six-year-old. The writer begins to lose his bearings, thanks to uh, uh, an unexplained occurrence. <laughs> is that not The Shining? Uh, it sounds very similar. <laughs> Uh, Matthew Vaughn is going to reboot Kick-Ass to expand and expand the Kingsman universe. And Simon Pegg is going to start directing his first movie in 2018. No word on a title yet. Anything that stands out to you? Uh, some. Uh, so, uh, obviously, Tom Cruise just being Tom Cruise, like, just doing what he does. So. Did you see the video? Uh, I, no, I didn't actually. I, I think I saw like, the start of it, but I, for whatever reason, I didn't see the rest. But... Aye, um, good old Tom Cruise, eh? just want to try and kill himself in any way he can. I mean, like, whatever you think of Tom Cruise, like, personally, or he's acting, I, I think he's a weirdo, personally, but I actually quite enjoy Tom Cruise movies, generally. Like, I, I don't think he's amazing, but I, I think they're a reasonable amount of fun. But he's, he isn't half committed, is he? Aye. Like he, like he gives, he gives absolutely everything. So you, you kind of got to respect that about him. Because um, this is like a twenty-five. I think it's, I think like not most parachute jumps. So it was like three thousand feet or something like that. It's like twenty-five thousand feet. <laughs> it's jumping out and like, apparently, like you can lose your mind whilst you're doing these jumps and stuff. It's like pretty serious. And he does it. He's not even attached to anybody. He does it himself. What's he going to do, like, for the next one? Like, this is the thing. He, he just keeps upping it. Like, is he going to shoot himself into the sun or something? Or He's going to do that thing where, like, you know those people who sit on those wee rockets and go all the way up to the atmosphere? Yeah. So, I don't know what he's going to do, man. He's, he's, yeah, he's pretty insane, isn't he? Aye. Good on him. Um, Julian Dennison, I uh, quite like him. Uh, he was, I, I particularly liked him in Hunt for the Wilder People, so. I've not seen Hunt for the Wilder People yet, but. Uh... Yeah, he's really good in that. Do you want to get right to it? Uh, yesterday sounds like one of the worst things I've ever heard of. <laughs> um, Iceman for Top Gun. Um, I don't know if you listen to the Empire podcast, but they were talking about this. Um, and he's not actually... Well, unless there's been something else that's happened between me listening to that and it going online, but apparently he's not actually back on. Like, it's been... Um, what's Who is it that plays him again? Oh, my God. Val Kilmer um, apparently has been trying to push it um, oh right so he's been posting stuff like saying bring Iceman back and things like that but 
I don't know that there's been anything actually confirmed to say that he's back in it. I thought the thing I read said that he was back in it. Let me just... Again, see, I might be wrong at this point. That was, like, that was last Friday that the last episode was out, so I could be wrong, but that's what they were saying on it anyway, was that he was trying to push it, but uh, it hadn't been confirmed at that time. Um... What else was there? I was going to see there uh, Matthew Vaughan, obviously. Uh, I'm not sure how I feel about a Kickass reboot, um, but certainly I would like to see more for the Kingsman universe. I think the the, the Kickass thing though is different characters. There's the, I think the one that he was talking. He's not mentioned the characters, but the one he was talking about was a I can't remember the character's name, but it was like a an, an African American woman who was a single mum. She was one of them. I think he does want to do develop more hit a uh, hit girl standalone. Um, I think I don't know. I don't really know much about the Kickass world mm-hmm. and how many characters are. I don't know who who writes Kickass. I don't know. Not a clue. It's not Mister Muller, is it? I don't think it is. I'm honestly no idea. That's I'm out of the loop on the old who writes comic books and whatnot. Um. The only thing I'd maybe say for the list as well is just the Simon Pegg. Um, interest, I'd be interested to see whatever it is he does um, in the way of directing, so I'll look yeah. forward to that when it comes out. It is Mark Muller is it? that does it, which is interesting because obviously Muller World went to Netflix. Alright, okay. Remember that deal? Uh, no. <laughs> there was a deal done last year where Muller sell his Muller World to... Netflix. I'm sure we've talked about it, because like, we, we were saying about how we thought there was more likely chance there was going to be TV shows. Right. So like, hopefully, we, or we could get a Nemesis movie, that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Aye, definitely, I'd be all up for that. Um, there's a, he does a comic called Jupiter Legacy, which is one of, it's a superhero, it's like superheroes, but it's completely different from DC Marvel. It's one of my favourite superhero comics Ever it's, there's only two volumes, it's, it's actually brilliant. Nice. Sorry, I just kind of got off track a bit there. Sorry. <laughs> right. um, anything? Yes, I mean, I think the things you said probably stand out to me as well. Um, the yeah, the 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 kid joining Godzilla v Kong. I really enjoyed him in Deadpool. I thought he was good. Uh, the Tom Cruise thing's pretty impressive. There's nothing really else. Uh, Except for the bottom one with Simon Pegg, because we, I think we're both Simon Pegg fans, and so I would almost be, even, I would almost always be going to see it, even if I've never seen a trailer for it. I don't know why, because he's not done any directing for me to justify that. But I think it's just I'm so much of a fan of Simon Pegg, I would be rooting him on, sort of thing. Like I, I would want it to be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. Um, but looking through them, there's nothing really, nothing really else that. That sort of stands out to me. Yes, man, sounds terrible. The fact that Orlando Bloom is in a movie called Needle and a Time Stack puts me right off that film. And then the fact it's about some sort of husband who's lost his whose marriage is destroyed by a time traveling rival is a bit. It's not really written for me that one. I don't think. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, nothing. Nothing really else sticks out to me. I might go see The Shining. <laughs> once, once, once she's finished filming that, I know it does. Like once you've you've said that, it does sound pretty. I mean, obviously, it's, the shine is not in the Alps, but it's the same thing, isn't it? Like, aye. 
Well, it's, yeah, but where is that, like, where is that set? I can't remember. I don't know, is it in Alaska or something like that? Yeah, uh, somewhere, like, remote. It's very snowy, whatever it is. Yeah, remote and wooded. Where, I'm just Googling it, where is the Shining set? No, that's not right. <laughs> it says it's in Oregon, but I don't know if that's just like the actual destination. Oh, it's like Colorado Rockies, so there you ah, go. Ah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so not, not for me. Nope. Um, cool, so we're going to go into favourites. Um, now, myself and Ryan have uh, a account each on an app called Letterbox where you can say I like this movie, I don't like this movie you can make me list and we've both made a list of our favourite movies for every year we were born so we've been alive for 30 it's actually 34 years now which is quite weird isn't it because <laughs> we're only 33 this year Yes, I've still turned 33 but it was, like, we've been we've participated in 34 years of life or whatever so we're going to do two at a time I know that was an awful sentence so I'm just going to pretend it never happened we've participated in 24 years of life or whatever 34 not 24 if only it had been 24 Uh, so we're just going to do two movies a week Uh, can I just say next week for me if we do a podcast it's a really good week Um, and so do you want to go first, Ryan? What's your 1985 and 1986 are the movies we're going to do today. So what's your favourite movie from 1985? So my uh, film for the year of my birth, 1985, 10th of May, if anyone's wondering, um, is Back to the Future. Cool. Why? Because <laughs> uh, it's Back to the Future, that's it. So good, that is as good an answer to that question as there there could actually be. Mine is also mine is also Back to the Future. Just uh, I don't know. It just makes me think of my childhood. I, I don't know how many times I watched the Back to the Future films growing up. Just great fun. Um, to me, Michael J. Fox as Marty Marty McFly was the coolest kid mm-hmm. ever. Like he's we. I know this is the. He's wee red waist, like, bomber jacket, or a chili. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I loved it. I loved Back to the Future. Amelia's actually never seen them, which is highly upsetting. Um, But the first one's brilliant. But for me in particular, the first two movies are just excellent, excellent films. And they're nice and short films as well, if anyone does want to sit down and watch them. I think they're only, like, an hour and a half, aren't they? They're They're not long films at all. Yeah. So there's no reason why you shouldn't watch it. Um, yeah, Spielberg as well. Like when I, one of my very very early experiences with um, old Steven Spielberg and um, just the imagination of the film. It's so good. It's great. Yeah, I mean, like oh, it says the runtime's quite long actually for Back to the Future. How long is it? Uh, like almost two hours. Really. But just the whole like everyone knows like what eighty eight miles per hour is. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like it's just like it's just like who doesn't want a DeLorean as well? Like you have to like and you can fuel it by putting rubbish <laughs> like in the back. Do you know what I mean? That like it's just a proper yeah. You talk about Spielberg and it, and it's it's classic Spielberg. It's that sort of 
adventure, action, kind of comedy, romance. Like he's, he loves putting everything in these films, doesn't he? And I think this has this has everything. Like like a stereotypical bad guy as well from the eighties, mm-hmm. Big Biff. <laughs> oh Biff, love love him. Hey, remember the bit when he gets covered in? Is, is it one when he gets covered in Brussels sprouts, and then one when he gets covered in manure? Aye, I think that's the first ones. The manure, I believe. At the end, on when they come out the tunnel. Aye. Yeah. Um, aye, I, I think as well. Like you're talking, obviously, about Michael J. Fox, but um, Doc, like Christopher Lloyd, yeah. so good as well, isn't it? Brilliant. Yeah, definitely. Um, have you ever seen? Um, it's not a great film, but the what the movie that the guy face family guy did, Seth MacFarlane, about his Wild Wild West movie. Oh yeah. Did you see that film? What movie made to die in the west? Aye. aye. See the bit when he opens up the barn door? Oh, aye. And Doc's in aye. there? That is my favourite bit in the whole film. <laughs> like, because like, I don't think the film's... I don't think the film's as bad as what people said it was, but it's not a great film. Uh, but just about when he opens the, the barn door and, like, Doc's, like, covering up the DeLorean <laughs> and he's just like, oh, no, you've nothing to see here. Like, <laughs> just really, I just really enjoyed that. I forgot about that bit. I don't know how, because it is the best bit in the film. Yeah, it's probably true. Um. Yeah, no, cool. What, and for 1986, what would be your, your favourite movie? Um, 1986, um, for me, uh, is Aliens. Ooh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I, like, I think, the for me, anyway, like I don't feel like it's a, a kind of franchise that gets spoke about enough, um, and it was a bit of a game-changer back in the day for kind of horror movies. Um, and some of the effects in that, like, practical effects are amazing. Like, the um, Aliens themselves are just like amazing creations, I think. So, uh, yeah, loved the uh, love this movie. Thought it was great. What was yours? Uh, well, just started coming on Alien. There, I haven't actually seen the. Yeah, and neither any of the Alien. I've only seen one Alien film, and it was the most recent one. I didn't particularly enjoy it. But one of the things that I was talking to someone at work, and one of the things that they loved about the Alien, Alien, and Aliens is that they didn't feel that they had aged that much. Mm-hmm. Compared to some other films that they, they when they watch them they still feel like because their practical effects were so good that it still feels like not a modern film but you're not you're not constantly aware of how old it is when you're watching it. Yeah, it was a film. I think like I, I always think this when I watch the the first two particularly um, that there were films that they were like well ahead of their time. Um, obviously, like you can't, you like you look back at it and you'll see like when they're using like screens that are like old crappy monitors and things like that like you can tell like the, the age of it in that in that sense but like for everything else like the design of everything and like the effects it was used yeah. like it just felt like a film for me that was so ahead of its time um so yeah and then w- one of the best or one of the strongest female characters i think we've ever had in film as well and for that time as well for it like a, such a bold move to have a female character be the lead um yeah. So yeah, um for me for nineteen eighty six it is Aliens. I think people will be quite surprised in my film because it uh, well people who know me because it was a film that I used to be I used to always be like I don't know what the big deal about this film is I don't know why people enjoy it and it's one of the ones the more and more I've watched it the more and more it's sort of grown. I mean, it's Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Mm-hmm. Um, I. 
and I don't know, I think it's, I used to just be like, Matthew Broderick is that kid, does not work for me, just because I'm so used to seeing him in like Godzilla and whatever else he was in, was just that sort of, sort of like cable guy, do you know what I mean, he's kind of like almost a loser. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know, that film's just really grown on me, just the style of the movie, like that, like the the feel of it, the the cast, I love, <laughs> love Charlie Sheen's uh, cameo <laughs> in it. <laughs> um, but just yeah, just all of it, and just love it. And then the scene at the parade is excellent as well. It's just a kind of feel good movie, um, and so that would be my favourite one from from nineteen eighty six. It's such a, a stylish and kind of iconic movie as well. Like there's yeah. so many other films that take stuff from it and use it. Yeah, and I think I think that's why I've I've enjoyed it more than mo- the more like I've seen other films who have like kind of like stolen from it like and you go and watch and I don't know if it's just because Matt like I enjoy movies more now than I've ever enjoyed them so and I look at them a lot differently Um that's maybe why I went back and sort of when the more I rewatch it I just think oh, I actually really like this film it's actually really good mm-hmm. nice Um but yeah so next week 1987 and 1988 Mines are two cracking ones, by the way. Uh, what, uh, yeah, I've got yeah, so I mean. I think mine's my four, my nineteen eighty eight one will be the same as yours. Uh, probably yes, I would guess so. Yeah. yeah, but cool. That's us for this week, guys. Thanks very much for tuning in. If you have, obviously, we appreciate that we've been away for a while, and obviously, I think there was there's been riots and just anarchy in the streets. Mm-hmm because of us not doing a podcast so we appreciate that and we appreciate you you waiting for us um, but that that was quite fun this morning Ryan um, and you can follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at moviepodders although we've, we've not been doing much we've just been busy busy bees Yeah, Ryan's about to be a busier bee in the next week or two weeks I was going to say that I may not be here next week so <laughs> no <laughs> when so it's not like dying or anything like that when he says, he's, well, you never know, like, things happen. He's, he's, uh, his partner's having a baby. Mm-hmm. And so, um, because Sarah's a, a modern woman, quotation bunny rear rabbits, Ryan has to help, so. I know. It's bloody hard work, this, you know? Like, I bet it is. Having to listen to stuff and do things, I mean, God. <laughs> I know. This uh, like we could be playing Playstations I know. and watching Fitbar. Make me try and pause FIFA like in an online game. Oh no, that's the worst. They don't understand. No. That that's people don't understand, do they? Like when they they're like, Can you come do this? Like two minutes <laughs> and like oh, can you just do it now? I'm like, No, you don't understand. I'm playing an online game of FIFA. <laughs> I, he's got the ball, I can't <laughs> I can't pause it. Like, just punt it out and hit pause and hope you yeah. can get back in, like, a, what is it, 30-odd seconds? Aye, aye. Anyway. Um, do you want to say anything before we go? Nah, see you later. Bye, love Bye. you. Bye.